Chapter 2 The unemployment office opens at nine o'clock. Britt-Marie waits until 9.02 before going in, because she doesn't want to seem pig-headed. You were supposed to contact me today, she announces, not at all pig-headedly when the girl opens her office door. What? The girl exclaims, her face entirely liberated from any kind of positive emotion. She is surrounded by similarly dressed people clutching plastic mugs. Um, look, we're just about to begin a meeting. Oh, right. I suppose it's important, says Britt-Marie, adjusting a crease in her skirt that only she can see. Well, yes. And I'm not important, of course. The girl contorts herself as if her clothes have suddenly changed size. You know, I told you yesterday I'd be in touch if something turned up. I never said it would be to... But I've put it on the list, says Britt-Marie, producing her notebook and pointing at it determinedly. I wouldn't have put it on the list if you hadn't said it. You must understand that. And you made me write it in ink. The girl takes a deep breath. Look, I'm very sorry if there's been a misunderstanding, but I have to go back to my meeting. Maybe you'd have more time to find people jobs if you didn't spend your day in meetings, observes Britt-Marie as the girl shuts the door. Britt-Marie is left on her own in the corridor. She notes there are two stickers on the girl's door just under the handle, at a height where a child would put them. Both have footballs on them. This reminds her of Kent, because Kent loves football. He loves football in a way that nothing else in his life can live up to. He loves football even more than he loves telling everyone how much something costs after he's bought it. During the big football championships, the crossword supplements are replaced by special football sections, and after that it's hardly possible to get a sensible word out of Kent. If Britt-Marie asks what he wants for dinner, he just mumbles that it doesn't matter, without even taking his eyes off the page. Britt-Marie has never forgiven football for that, for taking Kent away from her and for depriving her of her crossword supplement. She rubs the white mark on her ring finger. She remembers the last time the morning newspaper replaced the crossword supplement with a football section because she read the newspaper four times in the hope of finding a small, hidden crossword somewhere. She never found one, but she did find an article about a woman of the same age as Britt-Marie who had died. Britt-Marie can't get it out of her head. The article described how the woman had lain dead for several weeks before she was found, after the neighbours made a complaint about a bad smell from her flat. Britt-Marie can't stop thinking about that article, can't stop thinking about how vexatious it would be if the neighbours started complaining about bad smells. It said in the article that the cause of death had been natural. A neighbour said that the woman's dinner was still on the table when the landlord walked into the flat. Britt-Marie had asked Kent what he thought the woman had eaten. She thought it must be awful to die in the middle of your dinner, as if the food was terrible. Kent mumbled that it hardly made any difference, and turned up the volume on the TV. Britt-Marie fetched his shirt from the bedroom floor and put it in the washing machine as usual. Then she washed it and reorganised his electric shaver in the bathroom. Kent often maintained that she had hidden his shaver when he stood there in the mornings yelling Britt-Marie because he couldn't find it, but she wasn't hiding it at all. She was reorganising. There's a difference. Sometimes she reorganised because it was necessary, and sometimes she did it because she loved hearing him call out her name in the mornings.
After half an hour, the door to the girl's office opens. People emerge. The girl says goodbye and smiles enthusiastically until she notices Brit Marie. Oh, you're still here. So, as I said, Brit Marie, I'm really sorry, but I don't have time for. Brit Marie stands up and brushes some invisible crumbs from her skirt. You like football, I see. Brit Marie offers, nodding at the stickers on the door. That must be nice for you. The girl brightens. Yes. You too? Certainly not. Right. The girl peers at her watch and then at another clock on the wall. She's quite clearly bent on trying to get Brit Marie out of there, so Brit Marie smiles patiently and decides to say something sociable. Your hairstyle is different today. What? Different from yesterday. It's modern, I suppose. What, the hairstyle? Never having to make up your mind.